process. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy and it's Thursday. So this must be the checkup. I have so enjoyed uh, hearing from so many of you, your comments. Thank you for all of those who have uh, subscribed and we are continually encouraged worldwide. We We even saw some people who now subscribing in Ireland and other parts of the world. And so welcome You know, I'm so glad that you've taken the time to download the podcast. We are on all the major channels now, and that way, no matter where you like to listen to, Spotify or iTunes Podcasts or Podbean, no matter what are the major channels you listen to on, uh, Stitcher or what have you, um, you're going to find us, and and we want to be found. So if there's a, a podcast channel that you prefer that we're not on, let us know. Let JJ and me know. We'll get with John Barker, our, our web uh, administrator extraordinaire, and he'll open up that channel if it's better for you to listen through that venue. But please, subscribe, leave comments, tell a friend, Let us know how we're doing because, you know, this whole thing of recovery is a journey that we don't want to miss and we don't want to miss the journey with you because journeys alone, we can get the job done. But man, when we're together, when we're rocking in this thing called recovery and sharing our experience, strength, and hope with each other, like I've had a great opportunity today to do so on Instagram. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's recovery underscore guy. Find me there. Let's chat. Let's talk about this thing on how you and me together can grow so much more in our recovery because we're deepening our understanding of what's working and how it's incorporated in the lives of different people. You know, I... I had to really understand what this whole thing was about because I had relapsed. And the fact that I had even come back after 72 days and had an opportunity to try this again back in 1986, um, it was very scary for me. I, I knew when I went back out that I couldn't do this anymore. But I, I, I wasn't convinced that I could stay sober, but I knew that getting high and drinking was the biggest dead end. And I knew if I went back out, coming back in might've been too difficult for me. So when I came back to Alcoholics Anonymous, I I was reminded of step one and why it was step one that I could build my sobriety and understanding on as to why I could no longer safely drink or use ever again. My dear friend, Pete the Greek, and I'm not even sure if his real name was Pete. All I know is he was Pete the Greek, room service waiter at the Caesars Palace. And and what a great, wonderful man. I think Pete was probably sober 15, 16 years when I first came in. And he told me, he said, you know what, Robert? Step one is the only step that I had to do to perfection. And I was, I was told that even though AA and NA 
uh, gives out chips for various lengths of sobriety, uh, and so do the other 12-step programs. No one ever got a medal or a chip for doing the steps the fastest or f- coming up with a better order of, of how they should be approached. So I had watched some of the others struggle the way I had struggled, and I, and I saw that we were trying to um, do these things on our own or, or trying to skip a step or not being as thorough as we ought to be with the step that we were on. And I, and I felt my own struggle and I saw them struggling and I, and I needed no more evidence or no more convincing than that. You know, Pete the Greek was right. I have not, since April 25th of 1986, I have not made a mistake with step one because I have not gone back out and used. I've realized that I was powerless over alcohol, that my life had become unmanageable now. Have I made a number of mistakes with steps through 2 through 12? And as I live in the maintenance steps of steps 10, 11, and 12 that I do on a daily basis, I continue to make mistakes with those, and yet I stay clean and sober, happy, joyous, and free. As my dear friend Slow Will says, I am a happy, grateful recovered alcoholic. And when I go into treatment centers and prisons and other opportunities I have to serve, I try to remind people, and I'll remind you today, whether you're new or relatively new to the program, sometimes the process is slow. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's slow and painful at the same time. And we just, we we don't think that we can make it. But we can. One of the great things about the program of recovery is that it's 24 hours. It's a day. It's one day at a time, which is brilliant. If you told me when I first came in here that I had to stay sober for five years, 10 years, or 33 years, what I have now before I would come to some awakening or have some benefit that would that would let me know that things are working, I'd have got high. I'd have got drunk over that. But you told me, you know what, Robert? Just come back. Regardless of what today looks like, at midnight, you got a brand new day. I thought, you know what? I only have to make it till then, and I'm going to be okay. I can't tell you how many times that saved my butt, that I knew that as miserable and as painful it was at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night, that I could go home and hide under my covers and go to sleep and wake up the next day, and it would be a new day. I realized that I could do this thing one day at a time. And as I grew more in the program of recovery and I came into a greater agreement with that power greater than myself, right, that when I when I had a reliance upon God as I understood God and his power came more to play into my life, and I began to understand the, the power of the meeting and how I could work with my sponsor in a more productive way, and then I understood how helping someone else added to that equation and it, and it revealed strength and purpose that I did not know I had. Everything became easier. And I began to incorporate those things into my life. Things began to take on a new order. There was a new sanity that was coming into my life because I wasn't doing that 
those old things over and over again and expecting different results. I was doing new things over and over again and expecting the same result. Isn't that crazy? I love sanity because it's telling me that insanity, once again, was doing those same things over and over, and I was expecting a different result. Sanity is doing the things that work over and over and over again and expecting the same result, and I love that. Expecting the result of being happy, joyous, and free, of being a happy, grateful, recovered alcoholic, these are the things that began to occur to me over and over and over again. There are so many things that we could do while we're waiting for these things to occur, This the miracle of recovery to occur. It's sensational. If you've never read page 17, the first uh, page to the chapter, there is a solution. Write it down. Go read it. Because it talks about likening us to passengers on a great liner when moment after rescue from shipwreck, when um, camaraderie, joyousness, and democracy, it says, pervade the vessel from the steerage to the captain's table. From, from the bottom of the ship to the top of the ship. Go read that. You won't want to miss that because it all lends itself to the miracle of what's happening to you and me today, right now, as I record this podcast. When you listen to the podcast, whether you listen to it on Thursday when it's just fresh, when JJ drops it, right? If you're listening to it right away or tomorrow or next week or next year, Let that miracle occur in your life as it occurred in mine and countless others. You know, today, in terms of keeping things in order and understanding the things that happened to us along the way, I do want to take you to the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous to page 83. And I'm so grateful for Bill and Bob and and the first 100 who put so much of this together that, you know, it's 19... 1936, right? When it first came out. And today it's 2019. And all those years in between, the beautiful thing about truth is that it does not know time. Truth is a constant that lives regardless of change around it, because truth is foundational knowledge built in wisdom that has everlasting power. You know, I love a phrase from the Bible that says, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding, you know? And and I love what Gandhi says about, you know, living in the problem and, 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 and compared to living in the solution. He says that doing one thing wrong can't exist with doing one thing right, because life is an indivisible whole So we look for wisdom and we look to walk through things in truth. Page 83 of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and even if you're not an alcoholic, you come from a different program, you're going to want to Google this and download this. It's free on the internet. This is just great stuff. And and today in the checkup, I want to go through the promises. And I've listed them down and broke them down to 12 promises. There's 12 steps of recovery and there's 12 promises. And I love the fact that as we check up our life, our recovery, this becomes like a checklist to see where we're at. And if these aren't happening in our life, why not? Because they're available to us all. And I'll I'll give you the end of the story in the beginning, and then I'll repeat it at the end. 
It says, are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them, always materialize. So it, if they don't materialize, it probably means I'm not working for them. Remember, we are the common denominator as to whether or not things work. Again, whether, whether truth is going to be relevant in my life pretty much depends upon me being involved in the activity that result in truth, not whether or not truth is truth or whether or not truth is real. What is the common denominator is me. Am I agreeing with truth or are my actions, my behavior uh, in opposition to truth? So here we go with the promises. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. Here's the first one. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. You know, when we were out there, when I was out there in the midst of my disease, my bondage was so deep. I was so trapped in my sickness and my disease, and I found no way out. There, there was no happiness. There was glimpses of happy situations here and there, but of true happiness, I had none because I was coming to terms with who I was. So coming to recovery and finding this new freedom and a new happiness was like a, it was like breathing for the first time fresh air. Number two, we will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. It was so refreshing to come to terms and realize that I wasn't what I did. Are you with me? You are not what you did because we weren't in our right mind. We were, we were alcohol and drug induced that held us hostage. We were captive to the substance we weren't that person. So as much as I would not have liked it to happen, I can't regret it because why regret something you can't change? And I don't want to shut the door on it because I want to be able to recount those situations when I'm working with a newcomer or someone that needs to understand that I understand. The next one, we will comprehend the word serenity. Do you comprehend what that means? Do you know what it's like to be serene, to, to say to yourself, I'm okay right here, right now? That transitions so wonderfully into number four, we will know peace. Wow. To be at a state of calm and relaxing. You know, I got up early this morning and I've got this beautiful patio with this wonderful gazebo and I... And about 6.30 this morning, 6.45, I wasn't feeling too good. I had a little sodium headache, and I just wanted to get out and relax and breathe some fresh air. And I sat out there, and I listened to the Beach House on Pandora, which is a great listening station, great, earthy, beachy music, and no words, just nice, serene music. And I sat out there with a cup of coffee and a glass of water and just sort of trying to refresh myself. And, and you know what? I knew peace. No matter what was going on in the world, right there in that moment, I was fine. Wow. Do you want to know peace? 
It's available to us in recovery. And then it says, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. This is so huge. I talk so often about understanding our value and the empowerment that we get from from being validated through reciprocal response. When we tell someone, I care about you, and they care back, and, 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 and they're telling me that they've received my help or my compliment, and they reciprocate and say, you know what? You're okay, man. Thanks for helping me. I love that because to benefit others, we come from a place that we can't even help ourselves. And now to know that we can help ourselves to the degree that we are helping somewhere else, somewhere else. That feeling of useless and self-pity will disappear. It is great to feel a value and not feel sorry for myself. I love that it's, it's disappearing. It's going away like a shadow goes away. A shadow isn't real. It's a reflection of who I am. And just like that negativity leaves, so will that shadow of self-pity. That disappears as well. We will lose interest in selfish things, number seven, and gain interest in our fellows. You know, selfishness and self-centeredness, we believe this is the root of all of our problems. Wow. It's not about me. It's about we. That's why when we look at the 12 steps of recovery, there's no me, there's no I, there's we, there, there is our, there is ourselves. All of those words are replacing the I, self and me. That ego that edges out God, E-G-O, edging God out. I lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in others, in fellows, because the fellowship of the program of recovery is something you would never want to miss. The fellowship is not the recovery. It's not the plan of recovery. It's as a result of us following the plan of recovery with others. I gain interest in you because I know that I need your experience, strength, and hope to help me gain in my experience, strength, and hope. Number eight, self-seeking will slip away. As I gain interest in you and I understand that my solution can work through you as it did the first 100 as they wrote the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, they wrote it so I would understand recovery, that I could recover from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. That self-seeking slips away because I need to be like the 100 and leave that legacy that I know what I do is going to benefit you today and hopefully even after I'm gone. Let it slip away. Let it become about you and me, not about me. Number nine, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. I'll tell you, I do see life differently Everything I view is through the glasses, through the lens of wellness, a prosperity, a feeling good about who I am so I can feel good about my surroundings and I can feel good about you, my whole attitude about life. Even when things I don't like occur in my life, and if it turns out I can't change them, it's okay. I'm going to learn through them. And that changes my entire attitude about life. 
The fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. It doesn't mean that I have lots of money. It just means my fear of not having it leaves me because I know that I have what I have and I, and I have to live within my economic or my financial means. But I don't live in that fear. I don't live in fear of others because no one can harm me if I'm understanding healthy boundaries, which sooner rather than later is going to be probably a two or three week um, sessions I'm going to do on boundaries, healthy boundaries. But fear of people is going to leave me, fear of others, because they can't harm me because I'm living from the inside out, not the outside in. And you know, fear is just false evidence appearing real. And I'll talk about that in depth even more so. I love number 11. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. This really dovetails greatly into step 11 of our recovery, where we sought through God, prayer and meditation to improve that conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. That's where that intuitiveness comes from. We intuitively know how to handle situations that used to baffle us. We just now know what to go do because we got our marching orders from that power greater than ourself. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Wow. I remember the morning I woke up and I had a brand new perspective That fear was gone. I no longer wondered if I could do this thing called recovery. I no longer wondered if at one day at a time that I could stay sober and clean forever. And I know I can because I have a new mindset. I have a new frame of mind. I have a new way of looking at things. I have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And I suddenly realized that God was doing it for me because I could not do it for myself. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. I want to work for them. I want to continue to be accountable to these promises and find out on a day where I don't have the freedom and I'm lacking some happiness. How come? What am I doing or what am I not doing? Don't I have serenity today? Don't I have peace? Am I not benefiting others? I go through this as a checklist and find out why am I not receiving these things the way I know I can? And I hope you use them as a checkup as well. My name is Robert. I'm the recovery guy. This has been the checkup. Again, join us on our major channels, leave a comment, visit me on Instagram, recovery underscore guy. Let us know how we can help you. Let John, JJ, and me know what we can do to help recovery become more real for you. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining in. Tell a friend. Let's get well together. Have a great day. I was trying to do everything.